Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today from Jerusalem. And in just a moment, we're going to go to a video that I shot yesterday where I was at St. Peter's Glentica, which is where Peter was tempted and failed in his temptation for he denied the Lord. But there's another far more important lesson to learn here about what was going on inside Caiaphas's house, and that's where they were at that moment. So come join me, and I hope you enjoy the video. There's one spot, there's a little blank, because um, uh, it, we, we lost the video. You won't miss much. You only miss about two seconds. You won't miss much, and then I'll see you at the end. Stone path. Stone path leads over to the, uh, through the, valley, the Kindred Valley to the Mount of Olives. And so, and this was this path Jesus would have walked, the stone path he would have walked after the Last Supper, heading down to, there we go, oh, I love it. it <laughs> keep, keep that handy, we'll need it in just a few minutes. Uh, all these roosters, feeling so guilty. Um, but heading down this path, the upper room is up this way. And you see the, the artwork here on the wall depicts Jesus walking down the, uh, this pathway from the upper room, the Last Supper, walking down to Gethsemane. And then the other one up here depicts him coming back after he was arrested. This is Caiaphas's house. This is where he was brought to the first place of his trial on the, on the night when they arrested him. He was betrayed in Gethsemane. We'll talk more about Gethsemane later. It's quite an quite a impactful place to be there. But when he was in Gethsemane, he was betrayed. He was brought back, and this depicts him coming back, being brought back to trial. So the one here going down to Gethsemane and the other being brought back later that night on this same path right here. And these stone, the stone path would have been the one Jesus walked. This is the one. It's not a, uh, it's, it's not a rebuild. That's, that's it. And so it's pretty, uh, pretty impressive. But what went on here? This is the courtyard. Now, this was not Caiaphas' house. This is a church built over where they believe was Caiaphas' house. Caiaphas was the high priest. They believe his house was right here. There's good reason, many reasons to believe that. Looking out over here to where the temple would have been. This would have been a prime piece of real estate. And it's been torn down and church rebuilt over it and so forth. We'll see some, we'll go inside here in a minute and see some, something pretty impressive. But what was going on inside and what was going on outside? Well, we know what was going on outside is depicted in this piece of art. This is Peter, all right? Here's a Roman soldier. Here's a slave girl. And what's she saying? You're one of them too, aren't you? Aren't you with that guy Jesus? Weren't you a Galilean? And Peter, what an interesting character he is. As I've studied the life of Jesus, I found the life of Peter is one of the most interesting ones to study along with him. Because it was just a few hours earlier, just a few hours earlier, the discussion, well, who's going to, Jesus said, someone's going to betray me. Not I, not I, surely not I. Peter says, even if I have to die for you, I won't betray you. No way am I going to do that. Just a few hours earlier. And Jesus says, before, before the cock crows twice, you'll deny me three times. Peter must have been shocked. No way. How could that be? I know I won't do it. I'm going to be faithful. I've already given up everything to follow you. No way am I going to do that. Now they go down to Gethsemane, right? What happens in Gethsemane? 
Jesus is praying, and we'll talk about this later. Again, it's quite impactful what happened there. But he's praying, and he says to them that Peter, James, and John, they fall asleep. And he warns them, listen, the flesh is or the Spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. You need to strengthen yourself for what's about to come. You, you're about to engage. We, we are entering into an incredible spiritual confrontation. And I'm praying, and I'm finding great strength from God, but it's so hard, I, an angel came to strengthen him. You're not praying. You're falling asleep. You can't watch with me. And we indeed, God strengthens us in our times of prayer. Don't neglect that in your life. I find prayer is one of the easiest things to let go and to neglect, and there's probably a reason, because it is a source of great strengthening in our lives, right? So here he says, you're one of them. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I think I saw you with them. No, you didn't. Hey, your accent gives you away. I swear with an oath, I don't know the man. And then the cock crowed. And he denied the Lord. And he went out and wept bitterly. <laughs> okay. You're working on it. Okay. You all know what it sounds like. There you go. There you go. Now, 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 up, yeah, here's the crow up here. And now we often think in these terms, don't we? We know the story about Peter. He, did, he denied the Lord. But you know what's also interesting to me is what else was going on at this very minute. Because right inside here, what was happening? Jesus was on trial. And while Peter was outside denying the Lord, even though he said, I won't, and he neglected his prayer, yet Jesus was on the inside and Caiaphas says to him, they're bringing witnesses. He said he's going to tear down the temple and rebuild it. He says he's going to uh, uh, rebuild it in three days. Did you really say this? What do you mean by that? And they're bringing false witnesses. They can't get anyone. And Caiaphas gets frustrated. And he says, I adjure you in the name of the living. Are you the, do you claim to be the Christ, the son of the living God? And Jesus said, depending on the translation, it also means the same thing. He says, you, you've said it yourself. Or maybe another place he says, I am. And now you shall see the Son of Man. And the, one day you'll see the Son of Man riding on the clouds of heaven. He was quoting from Daniel chapter 7. By the way, when Jesus says he's the Son of Man, this, doesn't, this is not stressing his humanity. This was a phrase found from Daniel chapter 7, verse 14. If I could read it for you quickly. Because it's important when you think of the Son of Man. Verses, start with verse 13. I kept looking at the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a Son of Man was coming, and he came up to the Ancient of Days and, presented him, and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory, and a kingdom, that all the peoples, nations, and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. So when Jesus was in here, Peter's out here denying the Lord, Jesus was in here, Peter's just serving the face of this little servant girl. He was on trial in there. I mean, we're talking Caiaphas. We're talking about, like, powerful people. We're talking about the Sanhedrin had been gathered. It was late at night, midnight. Powerful people. People of great, people who could, the world they're going to have them put to death. We're not talking about just an average person here. We're talking about people who 
were followed and respected and had power. And they asked him, are you the Christ, the Son, living God? He said, I am. And then he quoted this verse from Daniel chapter 7. Now, at that point, shall we say, there's no turning back, was there? One thing that struck me with Jesus, how often, how many times he could have turned back. He could have turned back out in the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew it was coming. He knew he was going to be betrayed. He went out there. He knew Judas was coming. He knew the soldiers were coming. When the other guys ran, he could have run, but he didn't run. Up here was the second time he could have, well, probably the first time, actually, he could have never come to Jerusalem because he knew that was, he said, I'm going to Jerusalem. You know what's going to happen. Second time there. Third time would have been here. Caiaphas, are you the Christ? He could have said, eh, you guys have misunderstood what I'm getting at. You're not really knowing what I'm saying here. He knew if he said the truth, it was going to cost him his life. What did they do? As soon as he said that, Caiaphas tore his robes. You've heard the blasphemy. What shall we say? What do you say? And they all said he is worthy of death. They began to strike him. Hey, thanks for joining me for today's Daily Word and Prayer. I hope you enjoyed it. We're coming to you from Jerusalem, and I'm trying to share with you some videos of places where we teach on this trip to Israel and bless you. We come here every day to get in the Word of God, talk about it, learn from it, pray over it, and allow it to change our lives. I hope this time, this day, has been a blessing to you. Okay? If you're new, subscribe to our channel, join our community, because we're here every day. We believe in getting the Word of God every day. So we'll hope to see you tomorrow. God bless you. I love you all. Bye-bye.